Right now, it's time for the I Love Real Estate Success show. Now, what is the I Love Real Estate Success show? The I Love Real Estate Success show is a time where we ask one of the students of Dittmer's training to share a little bit about their journey, about their story, about what they've gone through, the difficulties, but also what they've achieved, the successes. Uh, and obviously, with doing this, this is a learning kind of process. It's, a, it's an ability for you to be able to be a little bit inspired about what you hear and also uh, learn a little bit. But the main idea for this success show is that when you listen, you're going, you know what? I could do more. I could kind of go out there, create whatever it is, whatever your peg in the sand is, whatever your goal is in the next two to five years. The intention is for you to achieve whatever you want to do by listening to the stories of what other students have done and created in a short period of time. And today we have a phenomenal story. Uh, Michael is going to come on and tell us how he has done 13 deals in the last seven years. A fantastic story. And I think he's ready to go. Michael, how are you doing? Hey, Michael. Thanks for having me on. Absolute pleasure. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, thank you so much for, to, for taking out the time. And um, and agreeing to share a little bit about your your pretty amazing journey, so um, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it. And I know that uh, you know when we get into it, I think that uh, a number of the students are going to be really, really kind of you know fascinated with what you've been able to do in the last couple of years. Awesome. So, uh, can you give us a bit of an idea about where where were you coming from? Like before you joined up with the the I Love Real Estate training. This is you know Dimmer's training. What was your life like? What, what were your kind of, you know, what was going on in your life before you joined? Uh, so it was my wife. Oh, no, well, my, my uh, wife now. Uh, she was my girlfriend then. Um, uh, she was a chartered accountant. Uh, and I was working in the family business for very, very little money, which is quite common in family businesses. Um, and yeah, we, we were, you know, we could see our family buying property. Uh, we were kind of pulled in all these different directions, like just, you know, go here, do this, do that. And, um, we were looking for, you know, something to help us guide us towards, you know, building our, 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 you know, our, our property journey, I guess, but we were very much lost. We didn't really know what we were doing. We were listening to every uncle and auntie on the weekends, you know, um, not really the best way to, you know, build your, um, your, your property journey or start your property journey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're saying a lot, but, but nothing's really kind of making sense and, and, you know, yeah, it just, well, we, we could see them, you know, purchase property. Um, you know, for example, my parents purchased property uh, in Sydney and interstate and, um, you know, they basically heard my uncle bought some property in Brisbane called the same agent and uh, connected with that person, that agent, because he speaks our dialect, uh, same cultural background, and then bought three, prop four properties actually, but yeah, three properties, uh, four properties in total, but three properties from this you know, agent in Brisbane um, within, I don't know, just like a month or two. It was crazy. They just went on a blitz. I don't know what they were thinking, but they bought three and these three properties were not even adjacent to each other. So you couldn't develop them. They just, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, just not, not the best buy. And, you know, if I ever asked questions, I didn't have the right questions to ask. I couldn't really, um, you know, I just knew something was wrong. It just didn't make sense. Cause I thought, well, mm -hmm. how can you do this? This doesn't make sense. How can we keep, you can't, after a while you, there's a, you're limited by what else you can do. So there was no plan. It's very blase. 
Yeah. 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 I understand. I understand. So obviously you wanted to change. You knew you wanted to change. You needed to educate. What happened then? How did you, how did you get involved? Uh, there's, a bit, so, there's a bit of an interesting story about this, isn't this? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting one uh, because I wasn't really open to education. You know, I, I didn't do well at school. So academically, um, I just, it wasn't my thing. Um, and I was kind of just kind of floating around, just doing whatever I needed to do, whatever my parents told me to do, you know, in the business and whatever and stuff. Um, but there was no real plan about how we needed to move forward as a, as a, as a, as a couple. And um, yeah, my wife was kind of got recommended uh, by her manager's manager in she was working at APRA at the time you know the, the government agency that yep. you know that Dipna hates um, <laughs> yes <laughs> who's very passionate about um, yep. so she was uh, working there and uh, you know she had a manager who's very kind of you know uh, open to growth and stuff and she recommended her this she she got a ticket from 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 somebody else who we found out later was part of i love real estate so she mm -hmm. got the ticket the manager the manager gave it to my my then girlfriend at the time and we went to you know dip this event in Parramatta and or, or olympic park and and here we are that's that that's actually fascinating. I, I mean, I'm not too sure if Dipner even knows that, that someone, a manager at APRA, was the one <laughs> <laughs> that handed over a ticket to one of yes. her events to yes. come along. And you guys came along as a consequence of that. Uh, awesome. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'll make sure I'll make sure that information gets back to her. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, good, good. So, um, so how did things change? Obviously, you're getting getting into it. You're keen to get into it. You came along, um, and because because you weren't really into the whole education side of things. Like, what what happened at the event? Did you get like blown away with info, or were you? Oh, it was just amazing, you know, because you know just the way Dipna was speaking. Like, she spoke about property in a completely different way from the way I looked at property at the time. I was conditioned or brought up to look at property. Probably is just something you just buy, something you're supposed to do. You know, if you can afford one, buy one. If you can eventually afford to buy a second one kind of thing. Um, but Dipna, you know, she used very powerful perspective of like, hey, you know, these properties, don't just buy them for the sake of it. They're supposed to do something for you. They're supposed to give you something back. Don't just buy because you're supposed to, you know, there's, there's supposed to be a plan, you know, and and she's putting these ideas in my head where I thought, oh, I never thought about it that way. And, you know, it just changed everything. And that's why after that, you know, that, that one day event, it just, it was a no brainer to, to, to sign up. Yeah. Mm, mm. She has that, she has that ability to do that, doesn't she? You know? She does. Yeah, yeah she's just very passionate. And she cuts through a lot of the kind of information you think is correct, but actually is not. And you've always got that idea that, that doesn't really sound right, but I don't know why. And she'll yes. just slice through that and go, this is the reason why. And that suddenly yes. you have those light bulb moments. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. She just, um, it just changed our perspective completely. And it was just, it was just, you know, there was no question about it. We went straight to quantum, like signed up straight away. Yeah. You dived in because that um, now for those of you who don't know, with when uh, Dimna did these events, and this was back in about 2016, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, when Dimna was doing the one day introductory events, um, you'd often have an opportunity to enroll into the ultimate program, but there was also an opportunity to, to go to the quantum program at that time as well. Um, so that's what you did. You just dive straight in. Yeah. It just made sense to you know because this is what we were looking for this is exactly what we we're looking for um and it was from someone who's done it before who's done this for many years who's educated so many other students it's just it was a no-brainer 
yeah, yeah, got it, got it. So, um, so obviously you dived in. What happened? What happened then? Did you, do you know? <laughs> uh, so we, you know, uh, just went right into the program. Didn't wait for the boot camp because uh, we just missed the last boot camp. Uh, watched the DVDs when they still had DVDs back then. Um, and yeah, it was just just uh, smashed it out within a few weeks because we didn't want to give ourselves the, I guess, an out to drag out the process just go in whatever you're going to remember you're going to remember because it, it resonated with you aligned with you uh, if, it do, if you don't remember it then it probably wasn't important to you at that stage anyway so um yeah after that we got into our first deal which was uh well the first deal that we got into was an unpaid rates uh, strategy and mm-hmm. i've never heard of this before no one no one i know you know for all the educated and uh, experienced investors and in, my family and circle never heard of this before i didn't even know that the councils do this and do you want me to go through the the strategy or is it just yeah so this is okay so well just just to kind of like keep keep things on track here because you've you've jumped ahead a little bit and that is that i'm sorry no 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 it's it's all it's all it's all really good because i can you know we're we're hanging out to get to that bit as well (laughs) but um so the dvd so when we you know when the program initially came out dvds that was that was the original one and it was uh dimner would always recommend go and watch the previous boot camp watch a previous boot camp, go through the training. That's where you start, which is exactly what you did. And you did that. There's about 20 something, 22 hours of, of, uh, of, of recordings there over three days, a three day ultimate boot camp, which is now expanded into, in, into four, you know, space throughout the year. But one of those ones you went through and watched that in the, in, in a couple of weeks. So you, yes. you dived in the deep end. Yeah, it was a lot, but it's, it's, it, that's a good thing. Um, it means that the program's comprehensive, you know, because the goal is not to know everything or remember everything from the boot camp. The goal is to find what's going to work for you at that point in time. Um, what's, you know, what's going to help you go to, the, you know, take take the next step. Um, I think that if you focus on, you know, trying to remember everything, you're never going to. Things are always changing, and it's just. It's, you know, it's, it's decades of experience that it's compressed into three days. How can you? So, yeah, we just thought, let's just go right in, watched it on DVD, and then started, you know, looking for what we wanted. Like, you know, identified which deal, which strategy was suitable for us at a time. Uh, we had limited funds because we just purchased that PPR. Um, and it was a lot, you know, for us, for us at that age, it was a lot of money, um, I surprised my family actually that they're like, Oh, you actually spent that much. Um, uh, so we didn't have much funds and um, yeah, it, it, we, we identified the one that, you know, suited us at that time. Mm-hmm. And the key point here is that this is strategies that have come out from that training. So you're listening yeah. to the training, you're learning these different ideas, get on these strategies, and then you, you went out and took action. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. There's a smorgasbord of strategies that you didn't know. You didn't know if that makes sense. Like strata subdivisions, things that you, you never even heard of before. So, I mean, at that time we didn't even know, understand the concept of positive gearing. You know, I was like, what's positive gearing? What does that even mean? So yeah, our, yeah. our, foundation level was very low at that time Michael. and now you know positive gearing very very differently <laughs> yes yes we and we're gonna positive. we're gonna find out a lot more about that as well yeah hey um so just um before we get into the into the deals that you've done i just wanted to find out was there was there a kind of like a part of the training that really impacted you because everyone kind of when they dive in it sounds like you've got a lot of education and training was that was that it or was there other things like mindset and so forth that you were getting into what yeah definitely uh so 
you know, regarding the education, we went to every single event after we joined, just whatever, Queensland, Gold Coast, whatever. Like I, I, I think I went to Queensland once in my life before then. Um, and then we just, you know, every single event for that whole year we went to. But the one that would probably have, had, the one that had the most impact for us was um, Millionaire Within. And we actually met the, the, the person I was telling you about, the person who gave the ticket to my wife's manager's manager in APRA. So we yeah. actually met her. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you know this person? And we're like, oh, we just made the connection. Like, oh, it's, you're the reason why we're here. So that was really cool. Uh, we're, we're still friends now. Um, so yeah, but definitely Millionaire Within um, was uh, the very first kind of personal development program I've ever done. I've never done anything like that. Um, and it just really opened my mind to different ideas, different ways of looking at money, health, you know, um, just just very holistic um, program. And it was really just so much value for us. You know, we, we you know, uh, we, we, were, we, we were definitely changed. We changed after that program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've got, you've got a really interesting point of view on, on how you approach a new idea as well, because um, I, I don't think you put, you kind of, you know, you like a lot of people might be a little bit like, Oh, I'm not too sure if I should do this because this doesn't align, but you don't seem to judge in the same way when it comes to new ideas. Do you? Yeah. I, I guess like um, I, I had this, you know, because um, you know, Dipna's such an inspiration. I was thinking, you know, uh, Sure, these are ideas and concepts and things that I'm not familiar with, but that's not the point. The point is I want to emulate Dipna. I need to at least be open to the ideas that Dipna is, you know, sharing with us. If she's if she thinks it's worth sharing, um, you know, who am I to not at least give it a go? So, you know, we've done things like uh, colon cleanses. Um, we've done uh, iridology, ir- iridology or something. Well, I don't know how to pronounce it, but you know, they, they were just things I would never have touched. We never would have done them, and I was pushing for it. You know, uh, not, not my wife. You know, she was like, "You sure you want to do this?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's do it. Let's go." Um, and that really just I think that's kind of um, you know continued through our property journey because you know we're never saying no to things before we've actually done the due diligence ourselves or at least investigate ourselves before making a decision because if you do you're really closing up opportunities that you know before you even started so you know it seems like a bit of a waste Mm-hmm. I, I love this point of view. I love this attitude. You know, you've really got a, such a uh, an open point of view to learning and understanding a new idea, a new concept for the opportunity benefit. Yeah, yeah, and dive in. Don't don't take a moment to think because if you do, you'll think your way out of it. You know, you kill yourself an out. So definitely, <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome, awesome. Um, so let's let's get into the deals, hey. So you've you've done now. You were mentioning about the first deal that you did after the boot camp. Do you want to take us through that? Because that was a that that's a brand new concept to you, and it was a pretty low entry point too, wasn't it? Yeah, we um one of the deals strategies that Dipna um, shared at her boot camp was unpaid rates, and never heard of this strategy before. Um, and uh, yeah, just thought, well, hey, that's something I can do rather than go for things, strategies that aren't within my capability. Like I can get started straight away. Um, I don't want to have to wait a year to save or whatever it was, just dive right in, find the ones that worked for us at that time. And because we're limited by our budget, we thought, well, hey, let's just give this one a go. So um, 
you know, it was, there was a lot of figuring it out and eventually figured out how it all works and everything. And we went to this regional, um, what is that regional council rate auction. So that's when someone doesn't pay their rates in New South Wales, uh, they're given five years. And after that five years, um, the council legally are obligated to actually sell the property um, to recuperate the cost of the rates or whatever over those five years. And usually in those cases, I remember Dip was saying how, you know, it was like, uh, you know, uh, someone on Gold Coast who, you know, left a Ferrari in the, in the, in the garage. <laughs> we didn't have that luck, unfortunately, but um, no, we, we were still very fortunate of our deal because um, we actually purchased uh two properties at the auction so mm -hmm. it was in a regional town i've never been to I, I don't really go to you know grew up in sydney never really go to regional towns except for threadborough or canberra as far as i've gone um seven hours away and um yeah, i was expecting other business students there first I, I, I yeah but anyways we, we we purchased two properties um two pieces of land uh, i think one was for seven thousand five hundred or seven thousand dollars and the second one was for ten thousand dollars i thought well that's a bargain um but what happened after that it wasn't a bargain we we lost money uh from those two <laughs> anyway but what kind of made up for that was uh, during the conversation with the agent for the first two, you know, lots that we purchased, I happened to ask him about, hey, how did that house, how much did that house go for? Because it was a house that was for sale. And it owed about $56,000 to the council. Um, and uh, he said that it got passed through. No, no one even bid. And I thought, oh, he's like, are you interested? He was a young guy. And I said, yeah, okay. Well, you know, I, I wasn't really because I didn't have $56,000 anyway. I just said yeah i can do ten thousand dollars just you know it was sort of a joke and he said oh okay let me take that to the council we'll see i thought okay whatever i thought he was joking too and he came back and said look we can do 25 can't do ten thousand so once he said that i thought oh wow this is they're actually considering it you know like selling it for below what it owes um and yeah we kind of negotiated back and forth and we ended up at eighteen and a half thousand dollars for this house like a three-bedroom maybe two, I can't remember so long ago, but three bedroom house um, in, in this regional town. So phenomenal. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> so it was run down though. Like, you know, yeah. there's, yeah, there's issues, but um, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. Like really extensively, you know, like Tim talks about the fact that you can actually go out and buy, you know, a house on a credit card. <laughs> we did. And we did. Yeah, that's exactly what you did. You, you didn't yeah. put on a credit card, did you? Yeah, we did because, you know, I, I think we just, my wife had a credit card and she just, yeah, here we go. That was it on the day at the auction anyway. Yeah. 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 Phenomenal. Awesome. Um, so how did that turn out? What did you do? Uh, so we actually renovated the uh, house remotely. So we've never been there since uh, that first time. Um, my wife actually organized all that, found a local handyman. I don't know how she did it. Uh got it renovated and we started renting out for uh, $220 from memory, $220 a week, which is, you know, really fantastic return. Um, and then we, we sold all three of those properties um, a year later because we needed the funds to go into our next kind of project. Um, yep. But, you know, so grateful for that first deal because that really gave us the, the capital to, to move forward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you, you made a bit of profit from those three because, because the two blocks of land, they didn't, give you the return but this no. one did so how did how did you end up i think we we're up about ninety thousand dollars um so that was great for you know 
essentially what were $18,500 purchase and a $7,000 purchase and a $10,000 purchase. So uh, the Renault is very cheap. We just did cosmetic and um, yeah, we we sold it. Actually, it's, I, I don't know if we've talked about, yeah, we, we sort of thought it was a whole process to find someone to sell because I didn't like the local agents. Um, like, I don't know, they just didn't, they didn't seem like they had the the drive. And I happened to, uh, when I was doing my RP data, you know, research, and again, this is all information from, you know, boot camp. Um, I found a name that was an Asian name in this town in regional New South Wales. I was like, that's weird. You know, like, why is there an Asian last name here? And then I, I was like, oh, I checked out. Oh, this is this agent. So I called this agent and then she said, oh, yeah, I've helped. They've, they've purchased like, you know, a few properties there. And I thought, that's weird. So I contacted her again when we decided to sell and she's the one who sold it. And she actually sold it to those, um, the people who have actually invested. So they're from Southwest Sydney, just like us. Yeah. So I thought, wow, um, it just, yeah, just worked out really well <laughs> it's this weird synchronistic thing that sometimes happen and it seems like it's happening with with you guys quite a bit yeah it's just i don't know i, I think it's just the effort you know just um doing that that research and you know you, nothing you can't go into um research um uh, expecting something that's it's not a wage you know you put in an hour you get an hour's wage back it's you, you just have to follow the line and I, I really enjoy that part of um property which is uh reverse engineering and following the string you know and it may lead to nowhere but i learned something i met someone new and you know i'm, I'm richer for it like you know uh figuratively and literally, I guess. Yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. Now um, you've got a PPR deal in there too, haven't you? Yes. Yep. Um, we purchased this PPR in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, not the best purchase. Uh, took too long to buy things because we don't know what we're looking for. Frontages or oh, it has to be brick. It has to be this or oh, no corner blocks. Just, or oh, yeah, just a mishmash of uh, instructions from our, our immediate family um but uh yeah after the education after i love real estate we you know realized hey we can add a granny flat to this and um because it wasn't developable um and yeah that's what we did um we engaged a builder who was at the time the second biggest granny flat builder uh in sydney which was you know because i didn't want to go for anybody um but we had some challenges uh we well I think the biggest lesson from that was not because they didn't have the capacity, but the builder actually didn't want to proceed, but he didn't want to say that because then he'd be, I don't know, he might trigger something contractually. Mm -hmm. Um, And he kind of just kind of kept us in limbo for a long time. But I think a major factor to why he never proceeded with this build was because um, he he had an issue, him and the certifier that we had, the private certifier for New South Wales Granny Flats, um, they had some history and they hate each other so yeah uh-huh. that caused some problems yeah um but we had to take them to fair trading and you know they weren't very shy about that they said yeah take us to fair trading and i thought we're giving you a deposit you haven't done anything just buy it just cancel the contract give me my money back and they were saying oh we can't we've already given it to our our um our, our, our employee and i thought what do you mean he I, I, that guy I, I spoke to him once you know you can get you know it doesn't make any sense so they're just trying to make up excuses and they're saying that our plans were not compliant but then when you speak to the certifier who is the authority who signs up he's like it's compliant there's no issue so we, we just couldn't understand what the problem was um but yeah we 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 escalated by taking them the fair trading and it was actually leaving them a negative review on google that um made them come to the table um and mm, we were able to negotiate yeah because you have to find some leverage you realize that fair trading 
it's kind of a, a toothless kind of venture. You just it's part of the process, but um, there's no enforce, enforcement at all. And but 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 actually, you know, leaving that um, negative review, you know, gave us leverage, and we were able to negotiate. I didn't get all my money back, but I got some of my money back, or most of my money back. And then we um, you know, went with a builder that the certifier was happy with, had a good relationship with, and no issues the way I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was an interesting one. Love the resilience here. You've just kind of like you've kept, you've, you've pushed down. You've continually gone through, running into obstacles, and just keep keep on rolling until you can find a solution to 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 push it through. Yeah, well, yeah, you have yeah. to because you're you know we're committed to to mm. our future. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, how did that turn out? How did that deal end up turning out? Because this is a, this is a PPR that now had you already bought that before you came into the program. Yes, we bought it just before. Um, okay. And we rent we renovated the house, just very cosmetic Renault. And then we did a um and then we built the granny flat and we're renting them out for I think the front house is about eight hundred dollars now and mm-hmm. about four ninety. So it, it it made it positive. It was negative, but it made it positive. Um yeah. Uh, it was yeah, I, I think it was a pretty decent entry level, you know, deal and it kind of really um uh I guess uh um opened our eyes to development because we never ever considered we we ha- didn't have the you know the confidence to even think that we could get into development but um that was a small development to get into so it's really good learning so this opened your eyes to development like you said now the next one is going down this path yeah yes uh so we we we, we jumped too far we we got into a southwest sydney um uh townhouse development it was supposed to be six townhouses uh i just got a lot of um a lot of uh pushback from the council um you know they basically said to us take us to land environment we don't care um so again using the same process through that we learned through the regional deal just really connecting anyone and everyone we can think of and giving them a call just leave no stone unturned we actually connected with a few local developers you know people that are you know much older than i am have you know 30 plus year experience in development and they were giving me all these advice because i was like the young young guy in you know their kind of group and um they were saying that, oh, you know, council. And what, one guy was telling me that he he was refused and then council actually said, yeah, take us to land environment, we don't care. And then the mayor actually went onto the local newspaper and said, we don't care if this complies, we're, ta- we're, 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 we're putting our foot down, we're not going to approve this, we don't care if it complies, take us to land environment. And he did because his wife's a lawyer and he won. So it's just, this, we I didn't heed his advice that, you know, this council's really, really, you know, quite difficult. And um, we didn't get to finalize that um, that proposal, that that townhouse development, but we still sold it for, because we bought something of value. Again, you know, back to Dipna's teaching of buying something that, you know, whether it's potential or whatever, it wasn't just some finished home. It was something that was a development site. At the end of the day, it was, mm. it was an R3 block. It was definitely development. We still sold it for a profit later on. Not a big profit, not the profit I wanted, but um, yeah, that was, uh, it was still a lot of learnings. And I think every, um, even though this was not a success, it wasn't like we lost money and we still learned so much from this process. It really mm. gave us the tools moving forward for the next strategy. Interesting point, hey? So you're going down a path, you kind of like you're hit this deal that, that didn't work out the way you wanted it to, yep. but still made a profit. 
still, still made a profit, profit, but the lessons learned were probably yes. really valuable to learn. Yes, because from that experience, I realized I don't want to do anything that involves counsel. Like, I'm just not touching them because it, it can be very political. It could be just a neighbor complaining and then a counselor decides to make this her, their point for the next election that, you know, they're on an anti-development platform or whatever it is, whatever the reasons, very political. I thought I'm only going to go for, you know, CDC or, you know, just self-assessable type plans where politics can't get involved, where one single person's opinion um, cannot get in the way of me progressing because you have to finish it to make the money. If you're, you know, selling halfway or whatever it is, you're not going to, um, you know, unlock the, the, the manufactured growth that you were supposed to. So mm. I, I learned that, you know what, we, we just need to avoid this. Like, you know, with every, I'll go into States, you know, if I have to, and that's what we did. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Michael, did you, did you sell this with a DA or without the DA when you, when you sold that deal? I didn't even get a DA, if you can believe that. I'm surrounded by left and right with um uh, with uh, townhouses. And then I, I thought, okay, I can't do six. I'll do what my neighbor's done. We have the same same constraints, same size. Everything's the same. I, I even got, went with his team. I thought, you know, scrap the first you know DA. I'm going to engage the exact same engineer, the same architect, the same everything, same town planner, literally cookie cutter it, gave it to the council. And the council said, well, they started bringing up some made-up conditions related to COVID and lockdown. I thought, is that a policy? Is that in the planning policy now, in the LEP? And they thought, no, that's not an LEP, but, you know, what are you going to do about this? And I thought, this is getting ridiculous. So, I don't know. It was just a really crazy time, and they were just making up rules, and um, it didn't, you know, it, we, we, I thought, you know what, if this is the way these things are done here, I don't want to play here anymore. I'm moving mm-hmm. on. Yeah. So, listen, listen, learn, hey? Listen, learn. Okay. Now you're talking about a cookie cutter and you're starting to kind of like get in. Did you then get yourself into a bit of a cookie cutter after this? Yeah. Well, we, we, we started doing, um, uh, doing, uh, rooming accommodations interstate. Um, so it took about, you know, maybe six, eight months of just doing my due diligence and really understanding the model and everything like that. And then once we, you know, understood it all and everything we did, four Rumia Com um, builds within, you know, uh, a window of like four to five months, like started. So um, we, yeah, we, that's what we did. We started doing Rumia Coms. That was a very easy two lot single title, no subdivision required, just did it, connect the services and then build two. And then we did another one. We just found a site um, that was, you know, sold for a good price, did another two on that one. So two, two lots. Uh, and what we realized in that particular moment for that particular deal was you don't have to do them in a nice area. You just need to be, um, you know, close to many. So it's this one that we did, this two was actually right next to the train line. Like we're talking like literally right against the wall, you know, and uh, had a little pedestrian access and that rented really, really well. It rented better than another one in the premium location, a premium suburb, which is really blew our mind. We're like, oh crap, this is, you know, this is, this is doing so much better. So we, we need to, you know, take this, these learnings on board. And that kind of became the model moving forward. We just kept going, kept going, kept going. Um, and then we realized that, well, we, we, I, I haven't done any subdivisions before, like a proper, you know, submitted DA and, you know, kind of proper full subdivision. Um, and then I, we're like, well, we need to lower the cost of acquisition for these projects. So we started doing subdivisions and, um, 
then I found a, you know, I found out uh, from my town planner that, you know, uh, there are small lot subdivisions and that really became our cookie cutter. You know, we've done so many of those and we have so many in progress at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you want to just uh, kind of take us through a little bit of the idea of small lot subdivisions because, and what you're doing with the rooming houses as well is you're turning a property, obviously, into a cash flow positive property. How, how does that stack up for you? Because are you, are you selling them? Are you holding them? How, how's that, how's that working out for you? Well, the very first one that I did was actually uh, for my parents. Um, so they, you know, they're open to investing in Brisbane. They already invest in Brisbane. They still held those four crap properties in Brisbane. Yep, yep. <laughs> have, have you convinced them to, to get rid of them yet? Uh, yes, we have. We've, we've got rid of them. That was a, <laughs> okay, that was a milestone right. alone. Okay. Just chip it away. But um, I remember my parents didn't even want to do them. Um, so I was telling them, this is exactly what you're looking for because they're talking about how they want cash flow and, you know, and, and, and these investments have not really done much in the years that they've held it. And I thought, well, how about these? Let's, let's do these. Um, and, um, you know, they, they, I showed them videos, I showed them pictures, I showed them rental listings and they couldn't really get it. But um, then I, they, you know, I convinced them to, to let's just go, let's just have a look. I've, I've booked some appointments and we, we can walk through, through some and um, they were fighting me on it. And then I just said, I bought the ticket already. And once I said that, the, the argument ended because they didn't want to, waste the ticket you know mm-hmm. so but as soon as they got there and they walked in the first one like oh they're like micro apartments they're like studios inside a house and they got it straight away they just need to see it in person and and then from that trip they're like okay go um and and that's how we um you know uh, started on that first one so um yeah we were that first one we were getting about 340 dollars um per room at that time um and there was 10 rooms. So that's, you know, 3,400 in a week, uh, gross rent. Awesome. Week. Awesome. And obviously super positive. That's a gross, yes. that's a gross income. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and it, it was, you know, my parents, the intention was to uh, sell at least one and, uh, you know, maybe sell two, but it was always to sell at least one, because again, they were not really sure about this, you know, this is something new to them, but once the cash flow started coming in, they, no, nah, we're not selling them, Michael. We want some more. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so finally, that light bulb moment happened for them too. The ticket, yes. getting there, seeing it, and then the cash flow. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. Awesome. So, from there, you've just, you've, that, is this pretty much now your cookie cutter? You know, it is, it is really the rooming houses. And is it the rooming houses in, uh, uh, in Queensland? In Brisbane, yes. In Brisbane, yeah, yeah, okay. So we refined it, you know, we realized that, you know, certain suburbs do really well from an ROI perspective and we just kept changing the model to, you know, reflect what would be the, opti- what, what, what was set it on, which is small lot subdivisions. Um, so small lot subdivisions is like in Brisbane, everyone knows a standard lot is 405 square meters, you know, 10 meter frontage, you know, they have a lot of standardized lots, but that's, if you want to do a subdivision, you're looking at an 810 square meter with a 20 meter frontage. Everyone in Brisbane knows that, like you're, you know, the, the one, like the everyday uh, mum and dad uh, property owners. Um, what we identified was, hey, how come there are these lots that are small? You know, they're less than 405. It doesn't make any sense. So how did, what, how did they get away with this? And, uh, you know, reverse engineer again, uh, speak to the town planner and they're like, oh, well, it's actually under the small lot code. I'm like, oh, well, tell me about the small lot code. And then he started telling me the parameters. And then now I had like, you know, a, 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 um, a direction. And then it was just really just keep 
laser targeting these small lot subdivisions. But the really great thing about that strategy at that time and even now is um, most people, because like I said, everyone knows it's an eight, 10 square meters of subdivision block in Brisbane or Queensland. They didn't know that their 600 square meter block could be subdivided. So they're selling it to me, not as a subdivision site, they're selling it to me as a, a house, whatever it is. And usually I'm targeting a very rundown house. Um, so um, uh, I think our very first small lot subdivision, it was a house that was purchased for 300 and I think 370 ish, mm -hmm. uh, 379. And what we did was uh, it was a two-story house. The agent was, uh, at first I was presenting myself as, you know, someone who's going to, you know, a, an investor, kind of, you know, sophisticated investor. But then he started talking about um, uh, renovations. So I thought, oh, well, I just kind of turned my tact into I'm a renovator kind of investor from interstate. I don't know what I'm doing. My cousin does renovations. I'm just going to get him to do it. So I just kind of played dumb. Um, and he was telling me, oh, it's no big deal. I used to be a chippy. You know, it's very small, just some minor, you know, modifications and you'll be, you'll be set. But when we actually went to knock the house down, there was so much mold in that house, Michael. It was just because there's a hole in the roof. <laughs> it was there's a hole in the roof. The demo guys were complaining about how dirty they felt after the demolition. And this is what they do every day. They're like, it was disgusting in there. There were semi-hoarders and whatever. So um, the agent was just downplaying, you know, this property. But because, oh, he, he also was bragging um, that he hasn't even shown anyone to the property and he's had the listing for five weeks. And that's when I knew this is the property I want to buy. I want to mm, buy from this mm. agent because you don't want to buy like, you know, the, the agent you buy from the agent you sell with are usually different people. Yep. Um, so that's sort of, you know, how we acquired that site. And this, and this particular point, exactly what you're mentioning is exactly what Dimna teaches you as well. Different yes. agents for buying different agents for selling spot yeah. on spot yeah. on. Yeah. Dip, yeah. Dipner's, you know, Dipner's teaching is just, you know, it's, it's the foundation of everything we're doing. So all of these things, these ideas were, you know, from that first year of boot camp, definitely. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, so that one, and then with that small cell subdivision, you demolished and built rooming houses. Well, the intention was actually to sell. Um, I, I, we, we bought it with um, a, a family, well, family purchased it, and then we were going to on-sell it. But then um, we decided to actually just build the roomings and, um, and, and keep them, and we still own them now. Um, they're getting about 340, um, uh, uh, sorry, 340 per room as well. And this mm -hmm. is a much, uh, not, it's just not a premium. It wasn't like eight, like eight kilometers from the CBD. We're talking about maybe 14 to 15 and that's a lot in Brisbane, you know, so it's mm. not out of ring, but it's, it wasn't like a, you know, uh, in a suburb of Brisbane. And the fact that we're getting this kind of rent was just on a main road, you know, like I'm talking about a, a three or four lane kind of main road. So three lane on each side. So that's six lanes in total, like kind of main road. It was getting that kind of rent. So we're really, really fortunate to pick up that one. And you've held it. Yes. A family holds it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So this is, so is this, Michael, is this now your cookie cutter? This, it, it sounds like this is it. And then you've, you've gone on to do more of these, haven't you? How, how many have you done so far? Um, we've done nine in like completed and we have another nine in the pipeline. Um, and all of the, the subsequent nine, the ones that we're doing now, they're all small lot subdivisions because it's the only way to lower the acquisition cost of the, of the land. And in most cases, 
actually known every single case the agent didn't know this was a subdivision site the vendor didn't know we we're just buying as a house and then we just you know owners ask for owner's consent submit the da and we usually get the da within two to three weeks which is so different from my experience in southwest sydney you know fighting the council for a year and a half i thought you know I don't want to touch council anymore <laughs> and um yeah that's that's kind of you know um uh steered us to where we are now that experience awesome awesome i've got to say one of the things that uh that i've noticed when new students come on board is that they they generally take a little bit longer to do their first couple of deals and then they get faster and faster but they're also getting a greater amount of profit from them as well once they get into their rhythm and once they get into their flow and you've just perfectly identified how quickly you can turn things around and you've also changed your model to go into a council that operates fast with an alignment with exactly what you're trying to do yeah and and, and acquire the site for less so that your tdc your total development cost for the project is lower and all these kind of factors you just get better you you refine your process so i think that um you know something that you know new students should be you know to keep front of mind is not to compare your first with someone's you know fifth or whatever or tenth you know it just it's just not realistic and you're just you're not you're not doing yourself any favors that way because you're setting the bar too high you know your goal should be just to you know whatever you're comfortable with and you know rather than the end in mind straight away because it's a process and it should be a journey and you know you get better and you, you start to enjoy yourself and finding these deals it's really fun and it just yeah it can you know take over your life i guess <laughs> like it has for us so yeah. <laughs> sounds like it has yeah hey there's a, there's a question here from you He's asking, uh, was a small lot subdivision to do a one into two subdivision to build a rooming accommodation for each lot? Yes, it was a one into two subdivision. We're currently doing a one into three as well. So mm -hmm. um, we've got another one. In, yeah, the, it's the same cookie cutter, cutter model. One into two. Yeah, one okay. into two. Awesome, awesome. Now, with all of these ones that you're doing, so you've completed nine and yes. you've got another nine in progress. Yes. Awesome. Now, you're, you've, you've held all these nine. You're, you're going to you can maintain and hold these these nine that you've already done so the nine that we've already done they're not all ours uh, like mm -hmm. my me and my family um uh, my family uh will well, right now we have two um four four completed is it four only four completed um so my family are four and we'll have we have another five in in the pipeline uh like that will be just ours yeah so we'll Got have it. a total of nine just for us for, for you, but then the other ones are, are also for your other family. Through partner, uh, through partners and friends. Yeah. Partners and friends. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, you know, one, well, one being a high school friend, he nearly went. And again, this is about how, you know, the education has really helped us, um, you know, change, you know, uh, not just our own lives, but also our family and friends. Because I remember my friend talking about, and I don't like to talk about property with my family and friends because kind of learned that lesson early on. People don't like that <laughs> um and uh he he was mentioning he was going to a wedding and la 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 in melbourne and then he said that oh the groomsman just bought a property and he says oh i'm gonna go buy a property in, in you know through a buyer's agent in melbourne and i'm like a house or something and that's when i thought okay he's my close friend i'm gonna shoot myself in the foot maybe potentially but i'm gonna actually you know say something to him i said look i'm not telling you to do this but i'm just telling you this is what's possible you know these these are these are things i'm like look for example i'm not saying you should do this but for example my my parents are doing you know we've, we've done this and he's like what you know is that he didn't even know that was possible and then i'm like look again I'm, I'm just you know just wanted to open your you know your 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 perspective here and he said well 
I want to do what you're doing. Like, I want to do that. And he's done one and now he's come back and done a second one. He's brought another friend from high school. Uh, so that's three from friends from high school and then another, um, you know, others from, from other, other networks as well. So it's just really kind of changed the people. Like, you know, it, it's helped other people around me as well, which is so, so fantastic, you know, mm -hmm. like it's giving value. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, what's, it, what's it like to be in a position where you can help your friends and family like you're doing? Oh, it's, it's really, you know, I never propose, but it's such a rewarding feeling, you know, to have that positive impact, you know, like I, I, even my, even my, um, what is it? My, my sister's high school friend, she, you know, wanted to have a chat and she can't do what we're doing. But, um, after I had that chat with her, she's like, oh, well, I can't do anything. It's like, oh, do you have any buyers agents that you can recommend? I'm like, whoa, 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 don't, don't do that. I'm like, well, look, at the very least, if you're going to do a you know, go for a buyer's agent have you considered commercial it's like commercial what's that and she ended up buying a commercial um property in canberra and wildly not wildly but you know very very good returns and that is so different from what she was going to you know purchase uh if if we didn't have that chat so she's very grateful uh she gave me a call the other week you know and she's you know sent me a you know a gift just to say thank you for just that small chat that that bit of information that you know you don't know that you don't know um and yeah, now she's asking me, can we do something together and, you know, stuff like that. So it's, 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 it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. And Michael, can, can you give us a bit of an idea, like the, the, the nine ones that you've done yes. so far, what kind of returns are you getting? Because you, you haven't sold them. Is, have you got a value of like uplift or, or income or, or how could you kind of quantify what you've done? Yeah. Uh, well, uplift is hard because, um, you know, no one's actually sold them, <laughs> including my family, like the ones that we own. Um, so, but we have had uh, valuations from commercial agents like Savills and Ray White Commercial and CI Sydney or something. I can't remember. There's a whole list. I went through every single commercial agent that I could speak to and made appointments with the, you know, the directors, not just, you know, um, you know, like just the front facing retail agents. And that really made a difference because they really knew what they were talking about. And we've got valuations, you know, uh, in the one threes. Uh, it, look, again, it depends on the site, the location, all that kind of stuff. But conservatively, you know, um, the uplift of a couple of hundred thousand dollars per project. Uh, awesome. I'm yeah. Quite certain of that. Uh, but in terms of rental, that's probably the easier way, like a more accurate, uh, measurable of, you know, um, the result of these. So if you go in nine, um, nine, what is it? Just give me a second. An average of 350 per room. That's the average um, times that by five um, times that by 52. So gross of 91,000 times that by nine, it's 819,000 gross rent just for the nine that we've completed. Yeah. And we have wow. nine in the pipeline. So you've just created $819,000 cash flow gross yeah. obviously you know there's there's mortgages and so forth that have to pay if they're if they've got mortgages over them yes so forth of course yep yep but 819k gross yes, yes. and just and you've yeah. got another nine with a similar amount of income coming in in the yes. pipeline yes definitely are you are you still doing your 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 job you know, with your family at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was until this year, like beginning of this year. So really? this whole time I've been working in the family business until this year. So this year, um, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're pure property now. So 
Yeah, it's awesome. exciting times, 2023. Yeah, well, well done. Well done, Michael, man. What, 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 a, what a phenomenal result, hey? Um, and for anyone listening, who, who would like this kind of return? Like, and, and I've got to say, look, it's, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a few years in there and there's a lot of training and there's a lot of kind of the, of the process of, of experience, but what a phenomenal result, you know? Thank you, Michael. If it, yeah. if it wasn't for the program, we wouldn't be here. You know, yeah. that's a fact. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, um, with that in mind as well, I've got to say, um, we do have the super conference coming up at the end of the year. And I think that maybe you may have put in, I don't know if you put in an entry, but make sure you do <laughs> this time round, Michael. I've never, we've never, I don't know. I always felt like we're not there yet, but um, yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a mindset thing. I don't know. Yeah. But put it in. We, Put it. Okay. All right. Well, put it in. Right. Let let Dip the decide. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Do don't that think, same thing. Yeah. Don't don't think about it. Don't judge. Put it in. Put it in. Let Dip the decide. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, wow. Wow. Hey. Um. So look, with with such a phenomenal result, and obviously, I think I know that you've touched on things as well before about um, issues that you've had to deal with. Is there any other like specific issue where you've kind of gone? Oh, I don't know how to get through this. I don't know how to resolve it. You did describe a little bit about the um. Um, with the granny flat builder and so forth. Is there, um, and is there anything else that you've got? Um, Cause I think you were mentioning about having a situation. What was it with um, squatters and so forth? <laughs> yeah. So uh, our, our first deal, which was the unpaid rates deal, you know, the house that we purchased for eighteen and a half thousand uh, dollars. There was a squatter, um, the squatter who's the, you know, the, 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 the previous owner's um, son. And, you know, because, you know, we didn't want to go guns are blazing and just kick them out. Um, you know, we had to, you know, we spoke to community groups, like local community groups, um, like, you know, if there, is there options for him? We, it took took us ages to even reach him you know like just to find some way to communicate with him and eventually we did through um through some something random someone just local or just you know making phone calls every day and eventually found someone who who had his contact details and we we we, we, we communicated and we we're basically advising him that you know we're, we're we're the new owners of this property and you know you need to vacate but we're going to give you time and i think we gave him like three months um to to vacate um and i thought that was more than enough time um uh to to for the process but you know then we coordinated with the locksmith the police and uh community housing you know there's a lot of these organizations that we had to work with to kind of coordinate for that day but when we rocked up on the day um uh he 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 you know asked for an extension i think he, he was kind of hoping it you know wouldn't happen or something like that but and again you know we want to make money but at the same time you know you you need to show some compassion to, to, you know, to people. Um, and, you know, we agreed to give him another um, two months or, or so. I can't remember, like two, maybe three months. Um, so six months of owning that property and not really doing anything to it. But um, at the end of the day, we, you know, we're just not, you know, those kind of people. We just, you know, want to give people a chance. Um, so uh, two months later or three months later, we coordinated all the parties again and the police didn't even want to come and I had to speak to so many like this sergeant and that sergeant and there was a lot of work to kind of make it all work and also organize for removalists as well because um, he still hadn't vacated his property. Um, we, you know, I actually 
had some heads up that you know he still hadn't vacated property and i told him look we're going to put all your stuff into private storage that i'm going to pay for um for three months so that you're not you know your stuff's not just on the side of the road you know so um did that um put it into storage he was very grateful for that found out later that he didn't even take his stuff uh which is really annoying because the storage people started chasing me up for you know are you you know you extending your you know your your lease or are you going to remove this stuff and i thought oh are you for real um but you know it was a process and a lot of learnings from that but that's that's you know just um something that didn't talked about as well you know like just you know giving people a chance and you know that's all we wanted to do you know mm. um, so i think total of nine months nearly not not nine months sorry six months um but nine months if you include the, the belongings the three months on top so that was a learning experience and then we had organized you know uh, remotely again uh, this is all remote you know like wow. just all day and you know the police didn't want to do this they didn't want to like help us either because i'm like look just to protect land the locksmith and the locksmith was yeah i remember after doing that one i'm like i'm not doing this again <laughs> mm. it's just uh it's not for me yeah 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 but again but... don't don't say no to you giving it a go you know um yeah and it, it worked out for us it worked out and you pushed you pushed through and got it and got it through and yeah, yeah. Far out. he found yeah. housing like he was fine but um you know i hooked him up with a, a community group we couldn't even find removalists you had to contact removalists from two hours away because the town didn't even have local removalists so wow. these they came and they were like telling me they had hives afterwards that were really angry about it like it's so dirty i have pictures michael they're just the, the, there was a phone book next to the toilet you can kind of guess what that was for yeah Okay. Um, too yeah, much information, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's it's burnt into my brain. I'll never forget. <laughs> yeah. But that was the first deal. And then you rolled on from there. And obviously the, yeah, the results, yeah. results came and what uh, uh, amazing journey, Michael, just amazing. Just amazing. man. yeah, really, really awesome. Um, and I love the fact that you've kind of you've you've maintained that compassion and that viewpoint of looking after him as well along those lines. You know, did whatever you can to 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 help out. You know, so um, yeah. even with our tenants in our um our roomier comms now, if any of them have any issues, we never lock them into the contract. If they need to leave for whatever reason, personal, financial, we release them. We don't we don't penalize them or anything like that. Just just let them go. You know, because uh, you know, it's just sort of you know, there's lots of ways to make money as Dipner has already told us, you know, you know, you don't need to make money by, you know, causing stress unnecessarily to other people. I don't, that's just our personal values anyway, not yeah. to preach to anyone. Yeah. Beautiful, man. No, it's nice. It's nice to hear. Really nice to hear. Um, Michael, how is your life different now? Uh, well, <laughs> very different. Uh, you know, just, uh, working from home now, uh, we, we have like, uh purely property starting of this year and we have uh three uh, roomy comms just for my wife and i so that will be uh you know good income of a let's see i don't know what does that work out to be sorry just give me a second no go for uh, it times that by three we'll be getting oops how did i do that what did i do times that by three times 
times that by three again, there'll be about 273,000 in gross rent. And that's definitely enough to replace uh, my wife's income. So that's sort of the next step for us of just finishing that project. And then she can, you know, just. Fantastic. So, yeah. so nice. So nice. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that we have the tools to be even to, to deliver this. This is not even something that was within the realm of possibility prior to, you know, joining our love real estate. So yeah, it's been an amazing journey. So yeah, if yeah, yeah. Cause that's, that's the, that's a viewpoint, isn't it? It's like when you joined, you, <laughs> if you were to go back right now and sit there when you're joined and think, Oh, I wonder what I'm going to get out of the, the auto real estate and knowing what you've got right now and what's in the pipeline. Um, what's, <laughs> how would you think, how would you view that? it's 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 hard to you know if it was someone else i'd probably yell, if i could go back in time i'd probably yell at him a little bit you know the, the younger me but it's hard you know it's hard to judge someone who's hasn't gone through the education who hasn't had their mind open to what's possible because you don't know what you don't know so uh, yeah I, I wouldn't be too harsh but i definitely would smack him in the head once or twice um and just you know get on of it and do more and you know all that kind of stuff um but yeah it's just yeah it's with education you have the tools it's what wasn't possible becomes possible that's all yeah awesome man awesome um if you um, were to meet up with a brand new student, just joined up, just like, hey, joined up to Dimpless Program, don't know what I got myself into, but I want to change my situation. I know real estate's there. I know she knows a fair bit about property. What it... <laughs> and they're having a conversation with you. What would you, what would you tell them? Um, I would tell them to uh, dive into the program. Uh, don't try to remember everything. Don't try to become an expert of the course or whatever it is. Just dive in write down what resonated with you because obviously that's the ones that you remember, the ones that resonated with you, that interest you, that piqued your interest. Um, and then, you know, process of elimination, what's doable now, not in six months, not in subject to some third party or, you know, whatever permission from, you know, whatever, whoever authority, what can you do now? Because it's the doing that is, you know, the learnings. If you don't do, then, you know, I mean, you, you can't progress. And, even if, you know, you make mistakes, it's okay. As long as you don't do anything that's too big, don't buy more than you can chew, that you can pick yourself up and, you know, go to the next one. Because if you look at our first one, the first purchase really was those two lots of land. They were duds. They were duds. But because, you know, we just continued with, you know, the conversation and picked up that third one, that turned the duds into this. We sold them all together to one buyer and, and, and you know, turned a dud into, you know, a win. So, um yeah, that, that, that's definitely the main thing that I would tell them. Um, I would tell them to don't, don't, don't be too harsh on yourself. Don't expect to have results straight away. You know, really trust the program. The program's there. It's, you know, structured in a way to, you know, to help you go through the material and identify what suits you and what's going to give you the best results in your current situation. Because we're all coming from different places. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I think that's, you know, um, you know, you, that that and I think like also connecting with other students, um, giving 
you know, making, making, I think there's this whole mindset shift of, we don't want to look silly, you know, when you're kind of learning something new, just accept the fact that this is all new to you and everyone else there is also new to them. So you're all on the same level. There's no judgment. There's no sense of ego or, you know, you should be shy or whatever it is. Speak your mind, ask your questions, go into community and just ask them. There's no silly questions. And I think this is a big one. Give people permission to hold you accountable. Um, because, you know, we, you know, made some very close relationships in the first year of joining our real estate. And that really helped us in our journey. You know, we, we had, you know, such amazing support from the community and we wouldn't be here without them as well. You know, they were a large part of the whole process. And also, you know, um, you know, the, the accountability is just critical because no matter how strong you are or how motivated you are, you're going to have your days when you're feeling a little tired, right? Things happen in life, you know, I don't know, whatever it is. I mean, uh, prior to, you know, having a child, um, you know, had a lot of time and now there's a lot less time. Now I just have to be, you know, you just have to work around it. And um, as long as you have that accountability around you, that's, you know, that's critical. It's, it's so amazing. Nice one, man. Nice one. Really, really cool. Um, and you've also mentioned about the Isle of Real Estate community. Yes. Did you want to expand a little bit on your viewpoint of the Isle of Real Estate community? Definitely. Uh, well, there's, there's a, there's a, what is it? There's so much knowledge and experience in the community. Um, even if, even if it was someone that you know, just started at the same time, doesn't have that knowledge and experience, you can give each other value and don't think that you can't give value to them. You have something to give as well by sharing whatever you've learned or even just holding each other accountable. You know, you could change the journey of someone else and, you know, so don't discount, um, you know, your ability to enact change now, not later. Like, oh, when I'm, you know, a big developer or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. You, you know, um, uh, uh, just just be open and um, change your story around, you know, money and and, and investing and, and, and networking. I mean, um, it's just, yeah, it's your, your journey will be richer for it. Yeah. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what do you tell others about the... Um... Uh, the Oliver Estate community and, and, and the training with Dimna? Oh, it's my go-to. Uh, whenever I speak to someone and then, you know, sometimes they will ask, you know, like, how did you learn this? You know? Um, and I was like, oh, I did this program. It's very simple. Here, here's the program. Here's the name. Here's like, you know, just Google this. And, and yeah, I just tell them the foundation of everything we're doing like now is from the, I love real estate community, you know, the, the program that Dimna has created because, um, like I said, we, we started from a very, very low base, you know, like in terms of knowledge, there were so many things that we didn't even know we didn't know, you know, asset protection, all, all these things, strategies that I would have never, I would have never heard of them in, in a lifetime, you know, uh, my parents never had, they've been buying property for a while since, you know, uh, whatever, um, and, and extended family. So, you know, it's just, it's the go-to for me whenever I speak to someone who shows interest, even my sister's, you know, friend, I was telling her, well, you know, you know, join this program. Um, <laughs> this is it. This is, <laughs> this is the program. This is where it started. If you want to do what I do, then here you go. Uh, yeah. So it's just my go-to. It's been, yeah. My awesome. Yeah. Michael and your, your parents eventually sold those, those properties. Did yes. they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we, you know, like just kind of told them, you know, we're not changing, I'm not charging, you know, we didn't know what we didn't know, just uh, 
swapping the not so great for the better, you know. Um, yeah, try to be diplomatic about it. Um, and they love it. They 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 want more. They're always telling me to get more more projects like like what we've done for them. And you know, being able to do that for my parents has been really a big part of um, my journey personally. Just because um, you know. Uh, they're limited as to what they're exposed to, you know, the, the education and whatnot, um, and being able to give that back and to be able to make that positive impact to my family and their whole investing and retirement strategy. Like the 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 subdivision that we're doing right now, like one of anyway, is for their SMSF, you know, for their retirement. So that's that's awesome. That wasn't possible before. Yeah. All right. So beautiful to be able to do that to your to your parents and your friends and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, Michael, thank you. Well done. I mean, what a what a phenomenal journey, hey? Thank you, Michael. Thanks for letting <laughs> me share. Yeah, it's awesome. Absolute pleasure. Uh, uh, you know, I love it. And and what you've done is, is is really phenomenal. So um, yeah, it's great to have you within the community. You've used all you know, your talents and skills and and knowledge and gone out there and created some phenomenal results. And you've got you know, another stack of deals coming coming your way very shortly, you know, to, to completion. So, you know, it's awesome. It's awesome. Now, make sure you put in your success story this year to the Super Conference. I will. I will. <laughs> I will. I will. Thank you. Thanks for the kick in the butt. Thanks for holding me accountable, Michael. See, it's amazing, this community. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Hey, um, everyone, thank you so much for joining. If you've uh, really enjoyed this, please let us know. Just put it, put a, put a little comment in there. Have you been inspired? Have you been kind of like going, hey, is your eyes open going, how did this happen? How did Michael be able to achieve this in, in this period of time and what phenomenal results? Let us know. That'd be awesome. And um, do well, get out there and use this as a bit of an inspiration, as a bit of a kick, as a bit of accountability, like Michael was saying, and get out there and, and, uh, and create your own peg in the sand what is it for you what is it that you want to create you know what do you want to do how do you want to interact with the community and get out there and uh, you know really achieve some phenomenal things for yourself for your own journey so that you can influence others you know friends and family just like michael has done um really brilliantly as well um eugene what a journey and uh to be able to help your parents and friends along the journey well done michael that's from eugene awesome thanks eugene awesome yeah 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 good good eugene he taps in all the time he does he's actually no he's been interviewed as well he's uh well done michael so humble too that's from doug as well so uh really appreciate those comments coming through we're going to end off now have a fantastic friday afternoon a great weekend dive into the education like michael's just done and he showed exactly what you can do uh as a consequence of that and uh we'll catch everyone around at the live events online events whatever it is i'm sure we'll we'll catch up so do well michael Awesome, man. Thank you so much for sharing. Fantastic results. Great really weekend. appreciate it. And we're going to end off there now. All right, everybody. Bye, See everyone right. late. Bye now.